And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. All right, folks. 6-0 is an amateur making his professional MMA debut. Fighting at Cage Fury 112 on Friday, only four days away. Mr. Karan Reed. Karan, man, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, you uh, you excited for the fight? Yeah, I, th- I think four days out. Yeah, I'm crazy excited. Yeah, I, I see. I feel the energy. So glad to hear it, man. Um, so you mentioned you're still in Texas. Have you mm-hmm. been to Philadelphia before? When are you coming over here? Uh, I, I've been like one time, but I was like real little, like probably like eight, nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, I went out there with my dad because my dad stayed out there for a little bit too. When you uh, when are you coming out? Uh, my uh, flight leave tomorrow in the morning. Cool, cool, cool. Are you uh, are you like excited to see the city at all? You got any thoughts on the city? I'm just ready to fight. That's it. Really. Yeah, like, that's all I'm really focused on right now. But before we get into that, I gotta ask: You're from Texas. Are you mm-hmm. uh, are you a Cowboys fan? Fuck no. Nah. All right, good. <laughs> I'm an Eagles fan, so I, you you passed yeah. the test. <laughs> yeah, I'm I hate the Cowboys. Best answer I could have heard, man. Best answer mm-hmm. I could have heard. Um, so one more question before I start asking you about the fight. I saw on your Instagram, you're coming off of an injury. I know you haven't fought since 2020. Can you just tell me a little bit, like, what, what did you injure? How are you feeling now? How's recovery going? Um, I tore my bicep during the sparring session, like, mm. uh, like, three years ago. Nasty. I, I just threw, like, right hit, a hook, a right hook, and he, like, blocked it, and it just, like, popped off his arm. Like, I, I don't even know. It was crazy. Like, I finished the sparring session and everything, but, like, I, I um, kept training for, like, probably, like, a month after that, because it happened like at the beginning of camp, and I, I, um, I kept training for like a month after that, and I just went to the doctor because I couldn't. It was it got to the point where I couldn't even put no power on it no more, and then they just told me it was a complete tear. But since then, I was going to rehab like every day after the surgery. It's all good now. Good to hear, man. That's a that's a nasty one. I know that's that's not one. I lift a lot, so that's that's a, yeah. that's one I fear. I, I seen the video of some dude doing bicep curls, and hit, I seen his bicep immediately tear, like in the middle of it. Brutal, man. I can't even imagine that. So glad to hear you're feeling better. Um, I assume did you have a full camp? Are you still training at War? Yeah, yeah, I had a full camp for this one. How was camp? Uh, for those who don't know, could you tell us about some of the people that you train with? Um. I train with a lot of good guys. Like it would be even unfair to me to just <laughs> like, but like my main training partners for this one was like, um, it's an amateur named Hayden Bryce. He's like, uh, he's a champion out here for Fury at 125. And then um, my other main training partner was Shaquem Richardson. He just fought like recently last weekend. And that's been like my two main people I've been working with. My coaches too, Jeremy and Copley. And uh, Millie too. Them be like them my main. Them be my main training partners for this uh, training camp. I mean, you got a gym full of killers over there, man. So I mean, was it a good camp? Did you do anything differently to prepare for a pro fight compared to an amateur fight, or business as usual? Um, the main thing I changed is I didn't spar as much as I used to do. Okay. And um, I I I did a lot of recovery for this camp too, because I really think that's probably how I injured myself, because I used to train like three four times a day with no recovery like at all yeah. so that's 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 been the biggest change for me right there good stuff man good stuff um have you watched tape do you have any thoughts on your opponent kelvin sterling 
Uh, yeah, I watched him. Why you laugh? Not impressed? I mean, he, he's all right, but I just feel like, I don't know, he's probably just tough, but I like tough people because I like beating people up. Like, I like, I, I don't want somebody to quit in there. I want to get my training camp work, you know what I mean? I like that, dude. I like that attitude. That's a, it's a warrior's attitude right there, my man. Um, so I, I know he trains at like Longo and Weidman, which is a big gym in New York. Um, he's also oh no as a pro. His only pro fight ended in a no contest eye poke. I'm just telling that to the people that are listening. But I, there's no, I don't know if there's going to be betting lines on this, but after just watching tape on you two, I got you coming in as a minus 300 favorite, my man. You're getting that yeah. dub. Um, Probably should be higher, but. Minus 500. Excuse <laughs> <Yeah>. me. Um, <laughs> so how do you see this fight going down? I don't need to know your game plan. I'm not trying to rat you out to your opponent, but w- how do you anticipate it going down? I'm going to finish TKO or not cold. I'm going to finish for sure, like 100%. Like, I'm going to be – in my mind, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't do well with losing. Like, it's just how I grew up. Like, I can't lose in my head. So, like, decision wins are losses for me. So that's how I look at it. If I don't get a finish, I lost in my head. And that's why I get my motivation from. That's uh, I hear that with a lot of fighters, you know, they're just not happy with the decision they need to get that finish. Feel I mean, if I have, a, if I have like a flawless decision, like, sure. And he just, I'll be cool with that. I just want to have a good performance. That's, that's, that's really what I mean. If I don't have a good performance, that's a loss for me. Yeah. Understood. And I mean, I imagine after two years off, you're feeling really hungry. It's like, yeah. especially hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you know anything about the arena 2300? Have you seen the place at all? Uh, I've never seen it before. I've been there a few times. It's really cool vibe. It's really like fans are like two feet away from the cage, like real intimate, like, uh, like basement boxing vibes, but like it's a nice venue. It's not like a dingy place or anything. It's just cool. Um, so how do you think that's going to play into your fighting style? Having fans right up against the cage. It's already sold out. It's going to be a couple hundred people there. It's going to be like pretty packed house, man. Yeah, like, what you mean? Like, what is it like, like literally that close to the case? So I've never actually been there for an MMA event. I've been there for grappling. And the way I describe it is Andre Petrosky was grappling Phil Halls and he slammed Phil Halls to the mat. I was sitting front row. Phil Halls is sweat all over my face. Like, yeah. it was awesome. It was disgusting. But no, you're, yeah. you probably got like three feet of room between there's, there's your yeah. coaches and the fans right behind them. I was going to say, it'd be good for me because I got like, most of my people that's coming to town watch, they all got front row cage side tickets. So you'll be able to hear them. Yeah, I ain't know that. So that'd be better for me. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah, it's a cool place. I think you'll like it. Um, mm-hmm. So after you go one and oh, after you get this pro debut dub, what's next? How do you, uh, I, I, I understand you don't want to go right to the UFC or right to Bellator or something. So what, what do you have in mind? See, and I ain't a lot. That's like one thing. Like when I was being injured, when I got when I was injured, that's one thing like that came to my mind. Like I just want to enjoy the moment, like what's going on. I don't want to even think about what's next, like because that that'll give me like it was like times I had fights, and like the very next morning I'd be in the gym like eight in the morning, nine in the morning, and I just had a fight last night. Like I don't want to get like I just want to enjoy. It. I just want to enjoy it, and then I figure out what's next. Understood. So this is just kind of a fun hypothetical question but it's along the same line so if you don't want to answer it feel free to tell me 20 years down the line 30 years down the line whatever you retired 
everything went the way you wanted it to go. How did you, how do you envision that going down? Like what was your perfect dream career? To be honest, I see like a lot of people like talk about who's the greatest of all time, this, that, like, I don't think it's a such thing. Like, cause you always gonna have people saying this person, this person, this person. In my mind, I just want to be <clears throat> the greatest bantamweight of all time. Or even if I move up to 45, I want to be the greatest featherweight of all time. And I want to be one of the richest fighters ever. That's that's my yeah. two main goals. Like, I feel like there's no such thing as the greatest fighter of all time. It could be a greatest of a weight class, maybe. Sure. But so that's what I'm focused on. I want to be the greatest in my weight class. And I want to be one of the highest paid combat sports athletes, period, ever. Love it, man. And Bantamweight's a weight class, in my opinion. There's no, like, clear-cut goat. A lot of divisions have one. But Bantamweight and Featherweight, there's a lot of arguments, so. Yeah. That's and all that's you, why, man. That's why I think it'll be – I'm going to make my mark for sure. I love it, man. Absolutely love it. Um, So two more fun little hypothetical questions like that, piggybacking off that. Do you have, like, a dream fight, whether it's someone who's currently fighting, whether it's a retired fighter, or even, like, a fictional fighter, like – just for fun when you're hitting the heavy bag, you, you imagine it's anybody sometimes? Nah, I, I really don't. Like, it's nobody I just look at like that and be like, oh, I wish I, I, I just don't. You just want to fight. Yeah. Respect it. My dream fight is the fight that I make the most money. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. Love it. Um, so do you have like a dream venue you want to sell out someday? Uh, it's crazy. This probably sounds cliche because everybody says it, but MSG. Yeah, everyone says that. That's the poster I got right there, too. But it's a great spot, man. Yeah, I like that. And I like the MGM, too. I, I, probably, like, I probably like the MGM more. That's closer to you, too. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I had, when I fought in Vegas last time, that was, like, one of the first buildings I seen. And it just caught my attention. I don't know. I just got this weird energy when I was driving by. And I was like, I want to fight that one day. Maybe it's, like, the energy, like, you've been there before. You've done it before. You're about to do it again. Love it. Yeah. Um. So I don't really need to tell you this. I'm telling people that watch this fighting is a very, and maybe I'm wrong. Cause some people are like, nah, dude, you're, you're wrong. But I, I view fighting as a very difficult, challenging, demanding, both physically, mentally, you have to be hundred percent involved all the time. It has the highest of highs, the lowest of lows when things are at their lowest, whether it's after a loss, after a rough session in training camp, even just a late night thought of you doubting yourself sometimes what like inspires you and motivates to push through. And like, and that's one of the things I had this camp, like a lot of little mental laps and stuff like I've had because it's been so long since I've been fighting. Right. And I'm usually I'm used to being like confident all the time. But I had I'm like recently, not recently, but like maybe like two, three weeks ago, I've had those the mental, mental little farts in my head. And well, I started doubting myself, but just being around people who like make me laugh and make me feel comfortable, like. Like, could I even have people tell me, oh, you look sharp, but if I don't feel it, like, I'm not, I don't listen to what other people say. Like, I just sure. know what I feel. So, but now I'm feeling good, though. Good stuff, man. Well, I know you said it doesn't matter what other people say, but I think you look sharp and you look uh, pretty hype and ready. So, um, so like, aside from Karan, the fighter, tell me about you as, like, a person a little bit, man. Like, what do you do outside of the octagon? You have, like, hobbies, interests. How do you spend your time? I play video games. I go basketball, I go shopping, stuff like that. Like, um, not too what, much. Which favorite I, ball I, team? Uh, I like the Warriors. 
Warriors? I don't really like teams, but Steph Curry, my favorite player, so. Respect it. Yeah. I like I don't like Steph because he's he, I'm a I'm a LeBron guy and he's crushed LeBron a bunch of times. But <laughs> I like greatness, so I got yeah. Stuff. Me me and my friends always argue about Steph and LeBron. Yeah, man, they've been going. I really at like you, I really like Kobe though. That was my favorite player growing up. Kobe was the man, dude. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, and then you said you're into video games. What what video games are you into? I like uh, I'm like a 2K fiend right now. Yeah, I love 2K, but I I, I play like 2K Madden. Call of Duty. Uh, I'll be playing Fight Night still. GTA. I play all those games. You play UFC? Yeah, 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 for sure. I forgot about that one. Who's your nobody? Uh, nobody will play me because I'm so good. Oh yeah. Uh huh. If you're on Xbox, I'll get your. I'll get oh, your. Yeah, I got, uh, I got Xbox too. I'll yeah, get your gamer tag. I'll try out. We can play. I, when I come out there, we'll play. Uh, who's your I, favorite uh, fighter to play on the game? Um, I like Max Holloway. Okay, I like the bantamweight featherweight too. So that'd be cool. yeah, uh, they're my two favorite divisions to play with. Good stuff. Dude, they just uh, – have you played as Cheeto yet? Uh-uh. I haven't, I haven't played since they updated it. I love Cheeto Vera in that game. Yeah. He's been nice lately. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, obviously, I assume you watch fights a little bit. Like, do you watch UFC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to ask you, man, what do you think about this past weekend? Yeah, that was crazy. Bro. That was crazy. So, I'm, I was watching one of the – I was watching the Leon. It was an Uzman fight, and – um. One of my friends, his TV was ahead of mine. Mm. He just blowing my phone up, telling me what happened. So I didn't even get to enjoy it like I like. So when it happened, I'm just like sitting there like, damn, that's crazy. But that was that was a, that was a cold knockout. Yeah, dude. I uh, I had a big big bet on Usman and Acosta parlay. You know, mm. whatever big bets lose. But I'm sitting there watching with my dad. I swear to God, every time my dad's over, something big happens. Like Penna beat Nunez when he was over. But anyways, we're sitting there like. Oh, it's over. He's like, dude, your bet's gonna hit. Good job. I'm like, yeah, we're kind of like tuning out. Ah, oh, man, we're we're both just like, like we didn't even know what to do. Yeah, I actually had like a six fight parlay, and I had every single one right except I bet it on Aldo, and Aldo lost. Oh, I actually bet on Leon Edwards too. Did and, you? And crazy, the Nunez Pena fight. I bet it on Pena. Jeez, I man. bet it. I bet it on Pena. Um, Charles Oliveira. And I forgot who else fought that night, but I hit big. I, I turned like twenty dollars into twenty five hundred. Good shit, man. That's <laughs> awesome. So, last question I'll ask you: You got any bets ahead of uh, UFC Paris? Any matchups you like there? Um, I, I don't have the I don't have the card yeah. in front of me, but it's Cyril Gon versus uh Tai Tuivasa. Oh no, nah, I don't. I don't. I only bet like on big fights and stuff. Respect it. Respect it. Well, someday we'll be betting on your fights, my man. Um. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I just want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything you want to say to your friends, your family, your supporters? There's going to be a lot of eyes on you. The mic is yours. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to all my sponsors, everybody who supported me, my whole team. I've been gone for two years, and, like, my support probably has gotten bigger than it was before. And it's just, like, like where I come from, it's just, it's just crazy to me. Like, I, it's, it's a crazy journey I've been on, but... That's what I love the most. Like, I really hate fighting. <laughs> I love martial arts. I love training. It just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling like that right now, but but I just love the journey that I'm on. So that's about it. Love it, man. Love it. And uh, like you said, two-year two layoff. Super excited to come back at that first pro victory. 6-0 and amateur, Mr. Karan Reed fighting at Cage Fury 112. Karan, thank you so much, my man. For real, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, too. <laughs> Yep. And uh, hey, if I, I'm not sure if I'm coming yet, but if I come and I see you afterwards, I got you with that beer. All right. I got you. Yes, sir. All right, brother.